This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best show on your radio. You know better is Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and always tell that smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Don't forget that Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. So bundle and save at Progressive.com. We want to hear from you right now on the Dr. Pepper call-in line at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. I believe we're going to get a Super Bowl rematch in Super Bowl 58 between the Eagles and the Chiefs. You'll find if Harry agrees with me or not, but I get a feeling you don't. So what team or teams could actually keep that from happening? Tell us why your team potentially go in the arrowhead with the Chiefs play or the Lincoln Financial Field with the Eagles play and come out with a win. Make your case for your team at 888-729-3776. Harold, throw that at you. What does your gut tell you about it? Either Super Bowl rematch or who could be the biggest threat in each conference to keep that from happening? I'll be honest with you. I At the beginning of the year, I had the San Francisco 49ers playing for the Super Bowl this year. I just think when you look at that football team across the board, when they're healthy and they're playing their best football, they can rush the football, they can pass it. Brock Purdy throws with anticipation. Mm-hmm. You look at the the Jimmys and Joes that they actually have. They have a coach in Kyle Shanahan that can actually dial things up, and then you look defensively what they're able to do. Um, now, the Hufunga loss is going That's to be massive. huge for them moving forward. Torn ACL, one of the best safeties yep. in the league, yeah. But I, but I still like what this team is right now, and I think the, the other team that I think that can give Philly a run for their money is going to be the Detroit Lions, and I say that because of their ability to run the football. And also how Jared Goff, outside of, <laughs> I would say outside yeah. of last week, uh-huh. how he's been able to protect the football right. as well. So I think those are two teams. But you notice I picked two teams with a certain style of play right. that Philadelphia plays with as well. That's mm-hmm. physicality and, and physical football. To me, I think the only team, I'm, I'm with you in terms of San Francisco, being that biggest threat to the Philadelphia Eagles. Nothing against the Lions. I believe in the Lions that they can actually be better than people think, even though they have not been a part of that moment. By the way, the Detroit Lions are 8-2 and two after 10 games. They have not been this good since 1962. Add that up. That is 61 years. The last time the Lions were this kind of good record-wise, 8-2 and two since 1962. They might get the number one seat, Freddie. We, we, the schedule, we, yeah. we have to see how things are going to play out with Philadelphia. Now, the Eagles aren't worried about who the hell's on their schedule. Trust me, they they're taking care. one game at a time. They view themselves as, as upper echelon. The teams on their schedule got to worry about them. That, that's how they feel. Right. But I, but I think if if they're if they're going to slip a few games here, I think the Lions could take advantage of that because the Lions don't have a tough schedule left either. Yeah, that's true. The, the schedule breaks in their favor because the NFC North. Because if I'm going to do that to the South, I got to do that to the North because it's the Lions. Maybe the Vikings, but we'll see. Yep. Forget about the Bears. Forget about the Packers. That schedule sets up for the Detroit Lions. But I'm with you. I think the biggest challenge to the Eagles to keep them from getting back to the Super Bowl are the San Francisco 49ers. For my opinion, the AFC, I think the only team to get in the Kansas City Chiefs way are the Kansas City Chiefs. If you want to pin me down and say what team, the Ravens, because of their talent and their quarterback and their defense and their coach, they're no doubt that they are a threat to the Kansas City Chiefs. But to be honest with you, especially the way the AFC is kind of shaking a little bit, 
Buffalo having their issues trying to find a way after moving on from the offensive coordinator. Joe Burrow not being the quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals. The Chargers, forget about them. Don't worry about them. The Miami Dolphins, can they win big games? To me, the biggest threat to the Chiefs in the AFC, even with their troubles at wide receiver, are the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I think a healthy Lamar Jackson is going to be able to put this team where they want to be. And I just think when you look at what Steve Spagnola likes to do from a defensive perspective for the Kansas City Chiefs as a defensive coordinator, I think an equalizer to a lot of those things is Lamar Jackson, who can escape pressure and utilize his athleticism. So I think that will be a major bonus for the Baltimore Ravens. The thing is, is that if the Ravens are up in that game 10 to 14 points, right. are they going to be able to keep the damn lead? Amen. Yeah, because we've seen that once it's a – okay, two is – all right, three is like, mm-mm, that, that's where the Baltimore Ravens are. I firmly believe this. I think the next time that happens, and it will happen again, where they have a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter, that I firmly believe that they have learned the lesson. But then again, I said that the last time before they blew that lead to the Cleveland Browns. So maybe yep. I should stop saying that when it comes to the Baltimore Ravens. Greg in Tennessee, thanks for hitting us up on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio at 888-729-3776. Greg, when, I come, when it comes to teams that could be a threat to keep the Eagles and the Chiefs from meeting in the Super Bowl, who is that team and why? My team is the Detroit Lions. They're going to be the number one seed in the NFC. They're going to play at home. They're not going to win and get to the Super Bowl. The 49ers are going to knock them off. They do have the run game. The other one in the AFC that we're not talking about is Houston. They're they're flying under the radar. Nobody's paying attention to them. But those boys have got some stuff going on, and they can play some football. And Freddie, the scoop, mm-hmm. Harry Douglas is a witness. Mm-hmm. The Michigan Wolverines have not been playing their A game lately. No, they haven't. This weekend, they're going to beat Ohio State just by field goal. But when Ryan Day loses three in a row, he needs to retire and go back to middle school. And I think that Jim Harbaugh is going to the Chicago Bears next year. And Michigan's already got their coach lined up. They wanted somebody that's a winner and got that same personality at a press conference as Harbaugh. They're bringing in none other than from the New England Patriots, Bill Belichick. Hold up. Greg, Greg I need to know something. You, yeah, Greg, who's Greg. going to win the Maui Jim Maui? You got, you got it all on lock. Who's <laughs> going to win the Maui? No, I, don't I, care about, I, don't care, I don't care about that. Yeah, I need those lot. That's what I need. I need the lot of numbers. Greg, give some lot of numbers yeah. right now. Greg, Greg give me some do- lot of I don't care about who went to Jim Maui Invitational. Who cares? I need money in my pocket. Sam Pierce, I'm with you. I'm with him. <laughs> Jim hey. Maui Invitational, who gives a you-know-what? Greg not playing. Greg came with some with some serious stuff. Exactly. Now I would say this: I, mm-hmm. I see Jim Harbaugh taking the Chargers job before taking the Bears job. Even though Even he played the, for the Bears, yeah, because I, I think that's a better situation. Better that's quarterback, a better, yeah, yeah. No so, so uh, you going with the Bears? I understand you probably have the number one overall pick, but if I know what Justin Herbert already is and you, mm-hmm. you have those pieces defensively already, mm-hmm. they just have to be better, mm-hmm. I, I would take that situation over Chicago. Because Lord knows, let's say, I'll play along with you, if Jim Harbaugh takes the Chargers job, we know he's going to bring in somebody that can coach a defense. Because yep. you got a guy in Brandon Staley who got hacked off at a reporter saying, are you still going to call plays as a defensive coordinator when you were brought in to be a defensive guy and your guys can't play defense? And you can't call defensive plays when you're getting upset at somebody. He was on his soapbox. He was on his soapbox. He was, yeah. But you know what that is? It's just like I said yesterday. It's like going to a dentist with bad teeth. That's who Brandon Staley is. 
trying to coach defense. <laughs> Seriously. You're a defensive coordinator. You're in charge of defense. You have the worst defense in the league. That's like going to a dentist who has, who has yuck mouth. That's who Brandon Staley is right now. He's a yuck mouth, a defensive coordinator, and you got the nerve to get upset at somebody. And I get it. I know somebody came at me and said, why are you still calling plays? Yeah, I'm going to give you a little bite back and forth as far as that goes. But if you're Brandon Staley, you don't go down that rabbit hole with reporters. You say, look, we're going to be better on defense. I got to be better defensive coordinator. I'm still going to call the plays, and that's it. When you get your blood up like that, when you get your back up, you're exactly what the media got, got out of you. They got, gave you a gotcha question, and you gave them a gotcha answer when it came to Brandon Steele. We've had a lot of coaches this season, you know, be on their soapbox and, and get salty and sensitive when certain questions are being asked. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, listen, just be better. Bottom line, don't get on your soapbox because yeah. we don't give a damn. Yeah, the results matter. Exactly. And, and, and if you are bringing those results, then you invariably got to realize that people will bring that smoke towards you, whether you want to get smoked or bring that smoke back. David, in Ohio, we believe that it could be a Kansas City-Philadelphia Super Bowl rematch. What team could keep that from happening? Yeah, that, that's got to be the Cleveland Browns. That defense can travel anywhere. And they've won with three different starting quarterbacks already, sitting at 7-3. and three. Definitely. Yeah, I, I, when I look at this Browns team, their defense, their number one is just about every category. And I think it's all three levels, right? It's the defensive line. It's the linebackers. Also, it's the secondary. And when you're able to be great at all three levels mm-hmm. and, and you have a game changer in Miles Garrett, mm-hmm. and then they do have the offensive line that they have, uh, I, I think – Moving forward, I want to see how more, how much more is this run game going to send, right? Mm-hmm. And, and remember, we're talking about a team that is minus three major players offensively. Jack Conklin at the tackle position. True. Um, Nick Chubb, Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're down a lot of players, and they're still finding ways to win seven and three. I think they're all tied. A lot of teams are bunched up with that record in the AFC right now at the top. So the Browns have a ample opportunity to be able to make some noise. That's a lot to ask out of a rookie quarterback, though. Yeah, it They're is. Dorian Thompson Robinson. We're not talking about a guy who was taking the first pick in the draft, like a Trevor Lawrence or somebody like that. We're talking about a guy who was taking the later rounds. And the offense fits him better, relatively speaking, compared to P.J. Walker, who was the backup quarterback when Deshaun Watson was a starting quarterback. As great as that defense is, and believe me, we by the way, we've heard the MVP conversation that Jalen Hurts is the leading candidate for MVP. If I had to vote, Miles Garrett is getting it. That guy's affected every play in every game so far this year for Cleveland. When he's able to be blocked, you have a chance. When he is literally bench-pressing people into the backfield, grabbing running backs, grabbing your quarterback, and everything like that, he pays the price because, A, he plays in Cleveland, B, he plays in Cleveland, and C, because he plays defense. But there has not been, right to this point right now, to me, there has not been a more valuable player to his football team. The closest to me, in my opinion, would be Tyreek Hill, what he's done for the Miami Dolphins. And for a while, they could say the same thing A.J. Brown. But each and every game I've seen that, that team play this year, Cleveland, there's only maybe even one game where he was not the best player on the football field. And that was the first time he lost to the Baltimore Ravens. Every other game, you look at Miles Garrett, and that guy's been the best football player in the field no matter who they played so far this year. I don't know why they hate on defensive players when it comes to the MVP. I, I, I really don't. When, when, I, when I'm looking at Miles Garrett right now, his odds are plus 
fifteen thousand tied mm-hmm. with Michael Parsons. Mm-hmm. That 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 is nonsense. That is crazy to me for a human being to be that dominant defensively and anchor that defense, anchor the Browns as a football team. Absolutely. And you're a plus fifteen thousand. Yeah. For the and you lead the league in sacks and you're a game wrecker mm-hmm. and you're wrecking games. Yeah. I Come on, it. man. Yeah. That's insane to me. Yeah. According to ESPN bet right now, Jalen Hurts of the Eagles quarterback leading away at plus 225. Lamar Jackson of the Ravens, Patrick Mahomes of the Chiefs at plus 350. Tua Tungabai of the Miami Dolphins plus 550. C.J. Stroud, Houston quarterback, plus 1,600. Ooh. I know that's what I said. I, I'm a man. You might put some money on that one. Man, let me go get 10,000. <laughs> okay. I didn't realize I you, ro- put, I didn't really, you, ro- you roll like that money back. I may, I may put a 10-piece on that. Okay. I didn't realize And you. I ain't talking about chicken wing. I might put yeah. a 10-piece on that one. That's not, that's not a chicken wing. That's a whole coop as far as what you're <laughs> trying to do. Brock Purdy, the 49ers quarterback, plus 1,800. Christian McCaffrey, 49ers running back at plus 1,800. And Dak Prescott, Cowboys quarterback at plus 2,000. That's what they do in Las Vegas. They put that carrot out there. As mm-hmm. a buddy of mine said a long time ago, Dangle Ian Fitzsimmons. Oh, like Ian Fitzsimmons said, he said, they didn't build those tall air-conditioned buildings in Las Vegas because they kick out money. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, right take, about they take your money from you. Weigh in right now, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman on Freddie and Harry. If you don't believe we're going to see a rematch in the Super Bowl between the Chiefs and the Eagles, who is the biggest threat, whatever conference you want to choose, to keep that from happening? Jay in the Boogie Down Bronx, my friend, what you got? Going on, hot sauce, Freddie. My man, Harry Douglas, yo, a friend of mine, is a real Atlanta fan, and he used to always see you on the injury report with leg injuries, and he started calling you Hamstring Douglas. Ouch! But anyway, (laughs) Miami... You know, nah, I'm just keeping it real, though. But, you know, that's how we do it. Is, is he keeping it real? No, 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 wait, wait. Keeping it real, Harry? No, 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 hold on, hold on, Jay. Just give me a second. Jay, I've never been on the injury report with hamstring. I never missed anything with a hamstring injury. If anything, I played with hamstring injuries. I like lower ankle injuries and all that. He oh, said yeah, yeah. His name I, is I had, Hamstring Douglas. No, I had an you ACL, I mean? Jay. I had an ACL, MCL, meniscus, and a bone fracture. And I had high ankle sprains. And I had a Liz Frank injury in my foot, Jay. Damn, come on, man. man. What are we talking Douglas? about? Nah, man, I'm saying it is what it is, man. I, you know, I, I mess with you brothers, man. Y'all my people. But I'm just saying, man. Everybody. <laughs> everybody talking about all these other things. Teams. Mm-hmm. Miami Dolphins is not in the power rankings. They keep talking about them and the and the Dallas Cowboys in the same sentence. They don't beat the teams with good records, which is you got to beat the teams that's on the schedule. If we lose, we lose. But at the same time, when we played the Kansas City Chiefs in London, they held us down the first half and we locked them down the second half. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for that unfortunate Tyreek Hill situation, the game might have been a different game. You know, and right now, look at Buffalo. They scrambling. They fired their offensive coordinator. I think Miami is a team that will be in that AFC championship game. Well, I can't get past you, Jay, telling me that I, I'm on the hamstring report. Yeah, you're never letting that go. Hell no. You cause, never cause, letting that, cause that go. Because that wasn't me. Yeah. Maybe maybe he meant to say you were hamstrung, Harry, because you were hamstrung by injuries and not so much the hamstring injury. 
Yeah, Jay, you you threw me. Mm-hmm. Hey, but Jay in the Bronx, man. I used to go to a couple places in the Bronx, man. When my brother played up there, man. Yeah. For Where? The Knicks. I used to work at Lincoln Hospital in the Bronx. We might have been. It wasn't no same. damn. It wasn't no damn hospital. I didn't say that. I said I used to oh. work at Lincoln Hospital in the Bronx. <laughs> There's some haunts that I was around. Well, the place shut down no more. It used to have this place called Sin City in the Bronx. You know. Oh yeah, by Third Avenue. Yeah, man. Gus, the owner, man. Hey, Gus, I'm coming to get that ten that ten piece fried shrimp, baby. You can forget that, man. Gus moved on to Greener Pastures. Yeah, I know. Gus, Gus probably in Florida somewhere selling that. They didn't, they, didn't, they didn't shut that thing down. Yeah. There was another spot not too far from there that was in between there in the fish market. Mm-hmm. You and your brother might have gone. It was a soul food place. <laughs> Freddie, yeah. I'd have been all over New York, baby. I was going to say. Harry, 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 Harry. Washington Heights. I used to go to all them little hookah lounges in Washington Heights. Man, you are the shoot. Really? In Washington and Heights? I, and I ain't even talk about Queens yet. I know. You, no, you can't talk. That's where my mom and dad live. Keep, <laughs> keep Laurelton out of your mouth, my friend. That's all I'm going to say. David Virginia, what's a team or teams that can keep an Eagles-Chiefs Super Bowl rematch from happening? Nobody. Ain't, ain't nobody. I told y'all yesterday what we was going to do, and we did it. That's yeah, right, put you some respect on that eagle name, and I'm gonna tell you this: the only team that's gonna give uh, the Chiefs trouble is that boy CJ. If they get in the playoffs, that is the 49ers all over. So it'll be us and mark my word. Don't nobody want to see them, and and you know Miko got them boys flying around on the ball too. So I, I think uh, Kansas City is getting old. Uh, at tight end, I think Kelsey is hurting a lot, and I, I think they done, man. Dave came in all aggressive. King Kong ain't got nothing on me. Hey, wait, nobody. Hey, he predicted yesterday the Eagles going to win fly. Eagles fly. Let him have his flowers on that He one. said nobody. Yeah, but I'm not trusting Houston yet. I'm a C.J. Stroud fan as well. I love the fact that they're 6-4. and four. We, we, need to, we need to put that bus in the station. You know what? I like them. You just saying like, that you just like the contrarian. I like the young I love CJ Stroud too. I think he's tremendous. But that's asking they a lot of him. They're going to win the AFC South. Oh. I like him. Well, now that I won't doubt. I still think Jacksonville wins that. I'm not going to go that far although they play each other this weekend. Jacksonville and Houston on Sunday. We're going to find out what's what. Not so much with Houston, but if you're Jacksonville and you believe that this is going to be your division for the next 3 to 4 to 5 years. You don't want some interloper who just got there, who are who are a dumpster fire as an organization before this season to believe that, hey, we're on your level. We're not that far away from you. Can't wait to see one of a sneaky game this weekend that may turn to be one of the best games we've seen all month involving Jacksonville versus Houston. King Kong ain't got nothing on me. By the way, speaking of Denzel, he's going to be in Gladiator too. Man, Denzel is my favorite actor That's all it. time. No doubt. Hit, hit, talk about somebody's resume in terms of his list of movies. I know. Dude. <laughs> Man, you talking about the ultimate uh-huh. individual too that that cares for others as Absolutely. well, man. Yeah. His and his son, his, yeah, his, his son's doing a phenomenal job acting yeah, as well. Yeah. John David Washington, man. He's like his dad. He gets it in. He gets yep. it in pretty good. She's one of our favorites. Marissa in Mississippi. Marissa, my friend, what you got? Hey, guys, how's it going? We're good, my friend. How about you, young lady? Doing well, thank you. So, of course, this is going to seem very biased, but I'm naturally going to say that the Dolphins can compete for that spot. But I do have some evidence to back it up. Okay. Um, So, first of all, the Dolphins, since Jalen Ramsey has come back to the team, in the past three games, we've only allowed 17, 14, and 17 points. Okay. Also, everybody calls us 
fraud, but the Dolphins, the record of the teams the Dolphins have lost to is 21 to 9. The record of the teams the Chiefs have lost to is 22 and 8. Somebody has to beat the bad teams. And I understand we have two losses, but they were against the Super Bowl teams. I think that now with our team getting healthier and Ramsey back, I think we have a real shot if we cannot have self-inflicted wounds, um, you know, during different games. Marissa, can I ask you a question? Sure. Are, are you married, Marissa? I am not. Do, do you have a significant other? I do not. Marissa, somebody better scoop you up because you coming in, calling in to this show with them stats. Love football right now. Marissa, somebody better be listening, trying to get your information or something. <laughs> I'm just saying. You weren't here last Thursday because Jab Brown was in for you when Marissa first called in, and I said, hey, Dolphins.com, you got to call her. Yeah, they better. You, you got to call her. She's Some, tremendous. Somebody better call her. With, <laughs> she calling in. Marissa got it to a teep. Better than people. Let me stop. Marissa, keep doing your thing. Absolutely. By the way, if you get a chance, hit her on Twitter at, I want to make sure I get it right, must be Marissa 87 She does a breakdown on YouTube of the Dolphins after each and every game, and it is unbelievable. It's about four to five minutes each one that she does. She breaks it down in the length that anybody can understand whether you're a Dolphins fan or not. So you want to check out as a Dolphins fan or just a football fan, hit her up on Twitter at MustBeMarissa87Harry. She does a fantastic job, job excuse me, breaking down the Dolphins each and every week when it comes to that. I love that. Marissa, mm. keep doing your thing, Absolutely. man. Like that, that That's impressive. Yeah, like no, You impressed me today. You yeah. impressed me. You should have been here last Thursday because you were traveling, getting ready for college game day. And Chad Brown and I, we were like, we need Marissa calling as often as she mm. wants. She is an SOS sister of the show. One last from Carl in Virginia. Big Carl, what you got, my friend? Hey, hey, what's going on, what's Harry? Fred, have you, uh, happy holidays and Thanksgiving to you and your family. You too, my friend. Thank Appreciate you, that. Thank, thank you. you so much. Hey, y'all were talking about cakes. Mm-hmm. I got something for you. All right. I got Uh-oh. three flavors. My wife and I have a cake business. I got three flavors for you. Okay. When we're all pound cakes, banana pudding pound cake, Ooh. eggnog pound cake, mm. and sugar cookie pound cake. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. You didn't. Well, oh, my God. I told you. Drop enough. the link. I'm getting the cake. Drop the link. Now, now Carl, uh, drop how, it. Yeah, what's the how link, can Carl? we order? How can we order these cakes? CurbsideCakesVA.com. Shannon, get get the information for us, Shannon. CurbsideCakesVA.com. Believe me, I'm I'm about ready to go into sugar coma after hearing those suggestions. My goodness, that sounds good. That banana, ooh. The the banana pudding one, and I'm a banana pudding fan. Yeah, that's the one that got me. And I love sugar cookies, so the sugar cookie pound cake. I love pound cake, period, but when you go to talk about banana pudding pound cake, sugar cookie Mm. pound cake, Carl in Virginia, mm-hmm. shout out to you and your significant yeah, other yeah, bu- yeah. boss. By, by the way, my Aunt Doris, my dad's side, she made a marble pound cake one time. It's tremendous. Man, man, man. Tremendous. Now that we made everybody hungry and Freddie and Harry, keep weighing in at 888 espn 888-729-3776. And Tom Brady's not hungry to get back in the NFL, but he wants you to have a hunger for a better NFL. Mr. Sugar Cookie himself will explain what he means by that next on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. This is the Freddie and Harry Podcast on ESPN Radio. He's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for joining us on the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80, and don't forget to tell that smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. We continue to take your calls in about a couple of minutes at 888-729-3776 on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. If there's not going to be a Super Bowl rematch involving the Chiefs and Eagles, what team or teams could get in the way of that? We take your calls in about four minutes. Give or take a lie or two at 888-729-3776. Tom Brady was never like this, Harry Douglas, when he played for the Patriots. Uh-oh. When he played 20 years for the Patriots... You barely heard him say boo other than a company line. But when Bill Belichick said, go, 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 shoot, 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 Tom Brady's been mouth all mighty tongue everlasting. And we're all here for it. When he was on the Stephen A. Smith show, he said, I still love the National Football League. You still love the National Football League. But here's something that makes the National Football League not as lovable as before. I think there's a lot of mediocrity in today's NFL. I don't see the excellence that I saw in the past. I think the coaching isn't as as good as it was. I don't think the development of young players is as good as it was. The rules have allowed a lot of bad habits to get into the actual performance of the game. So I just think the product, in my opinion, is less than what it's been. I think I look at a lot of players like Ray Lewis and Rodney Harrison and Ronnie Lott and guys that impacted the game in in a certain way. And every hit they would have made would have been a penalty. Your coach is complaining about their own player being tackled why don't they talk to their player about how to protect themselves we used to work on the fundamentals of those things all the time now they're trying to be regulated all the time offensive players need to protect themselves it's not up to a defensive player to protect the offensive player a defensive player needs to protect himself i didn't throw the ball to certain areas because i was afraid players were going to get knocked out that's the reality wow. i didn't throw it to the middle when i played ray lewis because you knock him out of the game and i couldn't afford to lose a good player in other words tom brady has basically said what i've been saying for years you got way too many people, Harry, on the, the rules committee, the competition committee, making too many rules to try to make things safe in a non-safe, violent sport. Guys know exactly what the NFL, what football is all about. And you got too many people, especially when the NFL is so afraid of having anybody sue that league 
when it comes to concussions. The minute that all came about and people saw the movie Will Smith, the NFL got really, really skittish. They don't want to kick out money if they don't have to kick it out. And Tom Brady's like, look, injuries are going to be a part of the game, but you cannot legislate football out of football or you're going to get what we have in 2023. No, I agree 1,000% with Tom Brady. And, and, and Freddie, I'm going to take it back like 2008 through 10, 8 through 11, right? And, mm-hmm. and my receiver coach told me this when we were playing against – you know, Troy Palomalu for the for the Steelers, or Ray Lewis for the Ravens. Son, you go around, you go across that middle on a on a shallow route. You better not look for that football unless you want that football. Because I'm gonna <laughs> tell you, number fifty two gonna knock you out. Mm-hmm. Troy Palomalu is gonna be cutting routes from backside as, as the safety, and he's gonna knock you out. And I remember running a shallow route versus at, at Pittsburgh. RC was playing on the team then, mm-hmm. and Troy Palomalu was cutting from the backside, and I didn't look for that football not one bit. <laughs> because I knew if I did, what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, like, like what Tom Brady mentioned, it's the offensive player's job to protect himself. It's a defensive player's job to protect himself. We we have it to the point now where defensive players mid tackle trying to protect an offensive player and putting themselves at risk. Exactly. Literally, watch someone tears ACL. I can't remember his name on a defensive line like three or four years ago okay. because he was trying to avoid how to hit the quarterback and tore his own ACL. Think about think about how crazy that is. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's all to protect the NFL from being sued again. The NFL knows, even with all he just said, and you're right, and he's right. People complain up and down, down and up. Roger Goodell, Taylor Commissioner, the NFL's not what it used to be, and all that sort of stuff. Every Thursday night. I'm going to be watching. Every Saturday afternoon. I'm going to be watching. Every Monday night. I'm going to be Ben's watching. Three games on Thanksgiving Day. Oh, I'm going to be sitting down watching, watching. Game on Black Friday. Oh, I'm black, but I love Black Friday too. I'm going to be watching. There's <laughs> <laughs> something wrong with you, man. The sad part is, Sam, this is what is right about him. Can, can you imagine a wrong Harry Douglas? <laughs> Think about what he, I just said right now. As much as we say something's wrong as Harry with Harry, can you imagine a really, really wrong Harry Douglas? I, I don't think America can handle a Thank really, you. really wrong Harry Douglas. Harry's parents can't handle it. <laughs> Harry's in-laws wouldn't handle it. Harry's wife, that poor woman, would definitely not be able to handle it. The she kid, already think I'm half crazy. Half crazy? That's a great song by Music Soul Child. You're the full crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I think Harry's just crazy because he keeps going on. That's, there's no such thing as what's wrong with Harry. <laughs> this is not the wrong Harry. <laughs> but what you were saying, but, but, you, but you were 100% right. As much as like we hear Tom mm-hmm. Brady say what he said on the Stephen A. Smith show and how much I, I agree with him, mm-hmm. both of us going to be binge watching the National Football League because right. it's the greatest game, the yeah. greatest sport yeah. in the United States. Yeah. The NFL is more Teflon than any politician in this country. It is. How many people did... I remember when Mark Cuban, by the Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. Remember Mark Cuban, the Dallas Mavericks owner, in the late 2000s, he said, you know, pigs, pigs get fat, Hogs get slaughtered. And he said that about the National Football League. He said, at a certain point, you know, the NFL is going to get too big for his own britches. And that's when the NBA is going to step in. And I almost 
ripped my spleen, my spleen out of my body laughing so hard. I said, do you actually think that if the NFL even treads water and goes down a little bit, that the NBA or any other sports organization is going to step into that void? I said, hey, Mark Cuban, know the room. I said, even with all the faults of the NFL, all the problems with football, and maybe people don't want their sons to play football as much, now we're going to flag football in the Olympics. We have kids playing football. We have young ladies playing football. Yep. When it comes to flag football, if that's not a direct result of how popular the NFL is, the only hogs are getting slaughtered are actual hogs. That's not the National Football Look, you, you got Big Mama them on Sundays ready to whoop their kids' tail because they, they trying to get home to go watch the game. Big Mama, we got to go now. Big Mama, Big Mama say she got to sell them pies. It, it ain't time to go yet. You know, but, but they, them kids, like, we, we got to go. The game coming on. Uh-huh. What, <laughs> Football's a religion, man. Yeah, yeah. One of my cousins is a pastor. I'm not going to say what state he's in. And I'll never forget, about seven years ago, I said, man, you cutting church service kind of you know, short on Sundays. He goes, I'm sorry, Freddie, do you not realize where I live? If I have this service go any one minute past 1230, I'm going to hear about the Tuesday Bible study. They're going to say, dude, we were there until 1245. You know the Falcons play at one. I got to get home in time to get comfortable and everything like that. He knew right away. Uh -uh. Freddie, I ain't never in my life been to a church that that, that, they want to have a three-hour service. Oh, no, that service ain't for me. On the Sunday? On the Sunday between September and December? Get up yeah. there, Rev. Get up there, Pastor. Give me, mm-hmm. give it short and sweet. Get to exactly. the point. Yeah. I need to be out to watch these games. Yeah, there's George Durst, but then I'd be open past one. <laughs> <laughs> In certain places, that'll get you bumped out of the new pastor. Down south, football uh, a religion, boss. No question about that. We want to hear from you. What teams could keep a, a Chiefs Eagles Super Bowl rematch from happening? We'll take your calls at eight 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 seven two nine. That is triple eight seven two nine three seven seven six on Harry, Fred, and Harry on. ESPN Radio Plus, how can you take a shower and there's no water running? Plenty of people doing such idiotic things like that. We'll tell who they are next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Stinky booty. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Appreciate you joining us on Freddie and Harry. On the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and I'll tell you a smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. So what is this everything shower that is completely going to drive you nuts when you hear exactly what that is? We're going to do that in a couple of minutes. Got a lot of great phone calls from you all day long. Really appreciate you joining us on the Dr. Pepper call online at 888-729-3776. Last night, we had that Monday Night Football game. The Eagles beat the Kansas City Chiefs 21-17 after being down at halftime 17-7. We both believe you could see a Super Bowl rematch again between these two and 58. If that's not going to happen, who keeps that from happening and why? Let's hear from you at 888-729-3776. Chris, in North Carolina, my friend, who are those threats to keep a Super Bowl rematch from happening in February? Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, You know, happy Thanksgiving. First off, I want to say, listen, Marissa, you guys need to help me out. Um, I'm at my son's (laughs) basketball practice, and I had to call in just because of her. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, So here's where I'm at with it. I honestly think that the chips fall right, and it may sound crazy. If I'm the Cowboys, I'm trying to avoid the 49ers. I truthfully think right now Dallas is a better team than Philadelphia. I think it could very well be Dallas and Miami, and that's a matchup I'd love to see. So that's where I'm at. Ooh, I would say I think you made the right statement about Dallas trying to avoid – 
the San Francisco 49ers because I just think that's a bad matchup for him. It has been this year when they play in the regular season. It's been the 49ers that has, you know, sent them packing the last two years. As far as the Miami Dolphins, man, I'm, I'm interested to see getting all their guys back healthy. Jalen Ramsey playing at the level he's playing at. Yeah. Are they going to be able to get that number one seed? Are they going to be able to play at home? Because I think that's a that's an advantage for them. Playing opponents at home in that heat, in that humidity, and we'll, we'll see where it goes from there. By the way, Cowboys played the Philadelphia Eagles on Christmas Eve. That game is going to be, and I mean, the Cowboys played the Dolphins on Christmas Eve. That happens between those two teams, and having a chance to see what that's going to happen. That game being played in Miami. You look at Miami's schedule. They're at the New York Jets on Friday, and the Jets are breaking a new quarterback again. Then they're at the Washington Commanders. We don't know what that's going to look like. They're home versus the Tennessee Titans. That's a team completely in flux. They're home versus the New York Jets, a team and organization that's been in flux since 1968. You got the Dallas Cowboys at home Christmas Eve, then at the Baltimore Ravens, then home versus the Buffalo Bills. So those final three games, that'll give us a barometer exactly yep. what we could see from the Dolphins if they could be a potential number one seed in the AFC. Yeah, and I think when they get to that point, it's it's literally you got to take one game at a time, right? You can't look ahead at the other two. Sure. Whoever you have first of those three, you you, you try see if, what you can do. And I think two of those games are on the road, correct? Yeah, at the Baltimore Ravens, but they're home versus Dallas Christmas Eve. They're at Baltimore New Year's Eve, and then they're home versus the Buffalo Bills on January 7th. Also, only one of those games. Only on one the of those games. Oh, that's, that's an advantage as well. Well, put it this way. If you're Miami, you have no business not to be on a five-game winning streak going to play the Cowboys Christmas Eve. You got I the agree. Jets, Commanders, Titans, and Jets once again. There's no reason not to be 4-0 during that stretch. No reason about that. James and Washington, who could keep a Philadelphia-Kansas City Super Bowl rematch from happening, my friend? Hey, how you doing? This is James from Maryland. Hey, thanks, guys. Mm-hmm. Glad you uh, appreciate you letting me on, on the air. Hey, I'm going to say the Cleveland Browns. And the reason why I'm going to say the Cleveland Browns is because of that defense. All right? Uh, we have a nice running game. And uh, listen, we might have a rookie quarterback, mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, he, he, did, he did pretty good. And also, I, I, I just want to mention, why couldn't it be Cleveland? I mean, did Nick Foles do it as a backup with, uh, with the Philadelphia Eagles? In 2018, and I just got to put a plug in there for my Buckeyes. We got this Wolverine <laughs> on Sunday. I love that. All right? I love that. That's fantastic. So here, here's what I would say about the Cleveland Browns. And you mentioned Nick Foles being able to do it with the Philadelphia Eagles. Well, Nick Foles wasn't a rookie quarterback either. I was going to say the same thing. And, and, and when I'm thinking about the Kansas City Chiefs and Steve Spagnola, what he likes to do from a blitzing standpoint, mm-hmm. and you have that guy, that man over there uh, as well as in Chris Jones, I think that might be entirely too much for a guy like Dorian Thompson-Robinson. I, I really do. Because he, he he's going to bring the blitz from all angles, and yeah. he's going to give you the illusion of one thing, and then you're going to think something's coming to from one side, and then he's going to bring it from another side. If you're the Cleveland Browns, you can't allow Dorian Thompson Robinson to win you a football game, because teams are going to stack that line to stop your running game. They're going to say Dorian Thompson Robinson, hey DTR, we're going to make sure that you're <laughs> that you're not going to do this to us, the rookie quarterback. So how does? Kevin Stefanski, as a coach and play caller, protect his rookie quarterback. You can do that with the running game. But defenses and getting film on people are getting a lot more sophisticated outside of stealing signs in Michigan. They don't do that in the National Football League to that level of getting caught. Those kind of defenses will be something that DTR and that offense will have to face going forward. And I'll be honest with you, watching their game this weekend, they threw a lot of the quick game, right? Three-step drop by the quarterback. Ball's getting out of of his hands quickly. 
um, me and Steve Levy, we're doing the, mm -hmm. the Browns and the Broncos. So I'm watching this film. If I'm the Browns, I mean, if the Broncos secondary guys, right. mm -hmm. I'm sitting on things. Yeah, no doubt about that. So I'm, ju I'm jumping everything I can. Make him throw it over your head and see if he yep. can do that consistently. Make him not beat you short, but intermediate and deep. And if he can't do that, mm -hmm -hmm. only that defense can save you for so long when it comes to the Cleveland Browns. Each and every night about this time, we give you something that's always good news. Or it could be any kind of news. It could be sports-related, not sports-related, but you know it better as. They may not be the top stories of the day. In other news. But you need to be in the know. This is In Other News. You always hear about people saying Gen Z, they always create problems. Here's another edition of it. There's a TikTok going around in which people are taking a nothing shower. Let me explain what that is. Even somebody on TikTok, <laughs> the hottie pea shooter, that's their handle, said about to take a nothing shower, meaning standing in boiling water just to feel something. Excuse me. There's a video out there that hundreds of people are admitting that they turn on the hot water and let the scalding water warm their body and warm their souls. What? They don't use soap or anything? Nope. They just get in there, let the water hit them, and get out. Hold it's on. What I'm about to say is going to be so bad, but I don't even care. Mm -hmm. Like, how? All right, go ahead, Dev. Dev, you go I'm first. Just, I'm just laughing because <laughs> you just got done reading that, and it's like scalding hot water. They're mm -hmm. burning themselves. Yeah. And the first thing Harry asks is, wait, they're not using any soap? That's what you're worried about? <laughs> well, hey, they decided to stand in boiling water. That's on them. If you're going to be burned, at least don't be stinky. How if many of yeah. I'm, I want to know how many of them are black. Sorry, Dale. I had the same. I had the oh, same. Sorry. I, I, I love had the you. Same question in my head. I think it's the number between zero and zero. Because <laughs> I just don't see that's something that black people are going to do. Let, let me sit in this boiling, scalding water and burn my skin, but not use any soap. <laughs> I, I guarantee you, ninety-five percent of those participants call it stuffing too. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Read between know, the lines, folks. Read between the lines. The more I know, the less I understand. The NBA and ESPN Radio Cavaliers and Sixers are next. This has been Freddie and Harry in boiling hot water on the mighty ESPN Radio. Hot sauce, Freddie. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.